Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day three of our Living Changed Spiritual Warfare devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick it with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 and 11, and it's one of my all-time favorites. And it says this, The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. The devotional is titled Worship and it says this, Worship is a key tactic in spiritual warfare. The act of praising God helps us combat the lies of the enemy and shut out that inner dialogue telling us we're not enough. It's impossible to focus on his goodness, faithfulness, power, and might while also feeling weak, worried, afraid, or alone. Most people, when they hear the word worship, they think of the songs they sing in church or music they hear on the local Christian radio station. But... By definition, worship is any expression of reverence and adoration for God. We are worshiping when we give our tithe, serve with a joyful heart, show love to our neighbor, and help someone in need. Worship is simply showing gratitude to God for who he is and what he's done, and it's a powerful weapon against the enemy. Several years ago, my family went through a difficult financial season where we were barely making ends meet. My husband was struggling to overcome the lie that he had failed us. I knew Satan wanted us afraid and focused on what we didn't have, but we refused to give in. Instead, we chose gratitude because I remembered you can't worry and worship at the same time. So, Whenever we were home, we were blasting worship music to help us replace our negative thoughts with God's promises. I love how so many worship songs include God's word as song lyrics. It not only makes it easier to remember encouraging verses when we need them, but just by singing, we can declare the truth of God's word over our situation. In fact, if you're feeling attacked in a grocery store and don't want to recite Bible verses or speak out against the enemy— You can boldly use your sword of the Spirit just by singing a few lines. No matter if it's spoken or sung, keeping God's word on your lips throughout the day helps you stay in a mindset of worship. When we worship, our whole focus is on God. It's the best way to block out the lies of the enemy because in a state of worship, we remember who God is, what he brought us out of, and how he can be trusted to do it again. Amen. Amen. There's a few things I want to talk about. I'm going to try not to rattle off way too much. <laughs> but one of the first things that really stuck out to me is the paragraph. It's one of the last paragraphs you just read, which is it's the best way to block out the lies of the enemy, because in a state of worship, we remember who God is, what he brought us out of, etc. Yeah. But I like that first one. We remember who God is. Right. Because I want to challenge you all and I want to challenge Tori and me right now. Are we only worshiping God when things are good? Mm -hmm. Or are you worshiping God in all things because of who he is? 
Because if you're doing the former, which I'm guilty of, I do that all the time where when things are bad, I'm like, God, where are you? When things are good, I'm like, praise God, you're so good, mm-hmm. you know? But the thing is, is he is worthy of our worship regardless of what's happening around us. He's yeah. a good, merciful, righteous, holy God. He is worthy of our worship. It like literally says in scripture, angels in heaven cry out and sing, Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Yep. 24-7 they do that. That's yeah. his glory on display. Yeah. And so I just wanted to mention yeah. that, that when it comes to worshiping him, we don't just worship in good things. We worship him in all things because he yeah. is worthy of worship. Wait, there's this one worship song that <clears throat> says, if the rocks cry out your name, yeah. so will I. And it like makes me want to cry thinking about like how creation worships God and how sad it would be if the rocks were crying out his name louder than we are. Oh, yeah. 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 And and creation is obedient to God. Right. And we should also be as well. Yeah. Um, and then there was another line. This is probably the most important one in terms of the way it made me feel. Uh, the author wrote this. I knew Satan wanted us afraid and focused on what we didn't have. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Satan wants in your life? In Tori and I's life, he wants to destroy our marriage. Mm-hmm. He wants us to not raise our child appropriately. He wants us to not encourage you all. He, it, This is literally like, think yeah. about what's good and godly in your life. Satan wants the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Satan wants in your life? Yeah. You need to know that. That's a question. You need to know what is it he's good. trying to destroy in your life. Yeah. And then get very competitive and get very brutal with him and fight him, Right, fight him in that. And Tori yeah. and I do that all the time. There's times in our marriage where we just want to just yell at each other and we're mad at each other and we're angry and we're fighting. And, you know, not that it's happening all the time, but it, those moments happen. Yeah. And Tori and I will pause and we'll say, wait a second. The enemy's yeah. getting exactly what he wants. He's getting a foothold in our marriage, mm-hmm. which is going to destroy everything. Yeah. And we will come together and say, even though I believe I'm right, even though I believe you're wrong, (laughs) you know, we're going to come together to make sure the enemy does not get a foothold in our relationship. We're going to choose to worship God inside of our marriage, even though right now we're not connecting like we wish we were. And we can do that in every capacity in our life. It doesn't have to just be a marriage relationship. It can also be with our finances. It can be with the way we love our neighbors. It can, you know, and it's really important for us to, Think about how is Satan turning my life into this annoying, frustrating, self-obsessed version of reality, right. and how can I not let it become that and actively work to not let it become that? Yeah, that's so good. And I just love that we have tools in our tool belt. Like we are not over here defenseless. We have weapons to fight against him. And so I really love that question you asked, and I really encourage you guys to remember that through the authority of Christ and through your worship, you can fight back the enemy. Like you do not have to succumb to his attacks. You do not have to succumb to the frustration, to the disappointment, to the worry, to the loneliness, because when you worship, things change. When you worship, God's presence is there. You will no longer feel alone. And so I just... We say this all the time on the podcast, so I'm sorry, but I just think it's so good. It's so hard to stay down when your hands are lifted high. So I encourage you today to actually get into a posture of worship, especially if you're struggling 
with joy, if you're struggling with feeling contentment, if you're just struggling in general, like get into a posture of praise and do not leave that posture until something changes. Yeah. Yeah. And even piggybacking off of that, think about the area where Satan is trying to get a foothold in your life and actively resist that. For example, is it a fractured relationship with a friend or a family member that maybe you can reach out to and just offer an apology or offer just a word of encouragement? Is there something that you can actively do to resist the death and destruction that he wants to bring into your life? That way God can bring in life. Yeah, that's so good. You want to pray sent out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today and we worship you, Lord. We are in such awe of who you are, what you have done, what you're currently doing, Lord, behind the scenes and what you have in store for us in the future. Lord, we apologize for all the times we have let the enemy win inside of our mind. God, today we say no more. We declare that the enemy must flee in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you that we can find contentment in you. And we thank you that you have given us your word, the sword of the spirit to fight back when the enemy attacks. Lord, empower us with your spirit today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the <laughs> journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. I'll beat the Zane.